episode 37 of School Improvement. This is Mark Westerberg, and today's topic is why all the testing, and should we have testing like this, or should we stop doing it? I think the answer is real simple of why it's not going to stop and why it needs to exist. As with most subjects, this is a pretty simple one. Follow the money. There's $810 billion put into public schools every year across the nation. $16,390 is an average per pupil in K-12 education. The United States spends 19000 on an average, which is the second highest amount per pupil anywhere. So when that much money is invested in tax dollars, there needs to be some accountability. We're not going to get away from it. We're not going to be able to complain our way out of we don't like the test or the test isn't fair. Or, we had COVID. We didn't have COVID. In short, folks want to know are they getting something for their money. Our primary job is to educate kids, and the tests are the measure of that education. I know a lot of folks like to say, oh, well, they don't tell you everything. No, but they do tell you if they have math and language arts skills. No, it doesn't tell you about potential, attitude, motivation, work ethic, and attendance. It doesn't tell you those things. We can also get that data. But test data does compare one school to another school. And as I've said before in other podcasts, my issue with kids and performance isn't as much about grade level it is. They should show a year's growth for a year of education. So if they start low when they come into a teacher's room, they should grow a year's worth during that time. And again, one of my pet topics of disapproval is the post-secondary school world where there's zero accountability. We don't even track their graduation rate except lamely through NCAA compared to athletes who graduate in four years. Other than that, it's never tracked or talked about it. The average student cost is $29,000 a year to go to post-secondary school, which is a ton of money and really has zero accountability. So let's talk about the reality that we test kids in, in secondary schools to go to post-secondary schools who have no accountability. Maybe we ought to start to performance rate them with grades on their graduation rate in four years and how many people get employed after they leave their four years of college. I really think with the type of investment we're doing in public dollars, we ought to demand the same type of performance out of the post-secondary that the elementary and secondary get right now. So do we do too much testing, not enough, or just about right? Well, I'd say we're just about right. The problem is we're not going to make that decision. That decision is going to be made legislatively based on performance standards, by the way, which come from the federal government. Back in the No Child Left Behind days, they set testing parameters for K-5 and 6 through 8, and at secondary level, states got to choose whether it's generally 10th or 11th grade where students are tested. 
and we went from a world where it was going to be a mandatory test that you had to pass to graduate, which how it started, and then it backed off to you have to take it. Now it's backed off in COVID world to, gee, do we really need it? Well, I think the answer is yes, we do need it. We do need some performance, but we need performance in more than just language arts and math. We really need to have the science tests are really generally very narrow subject oriented. But tests are going to be here. They're going to stay here. And they do compare schools to one another. And we get public dollars and we're held under the public microscope. So it has to happen and it's going to happen. And we need to get used to it and stop complaining about it. You may have heard me say this before, but when people say, oh, the test doesn't really matter. Yeah, those are people with low scores. I've never heard anybody with high scores say, oh, these are meaningless. Our kids shouldn't even take them. When you have high test scores, you tell folks you have high test scores. You win awards. You're known as a quality school. All of those things happen. So let's not hide behind the test doesn't really matter because the test does matter. And do teachers teach to the test? Gosh, I hope so, because they're developed around the state-mandated curriculums that we have. And that's what they should be teaching. The state requires certain curriculums be taught, and the tests tell you, are they mastering that? So it's going to happen one way or another. I would really like to see states pick a standardized test that we all use, especially in K-8. In post, in secondary, it drives me crazy that half of the states use an SAT or an ACT and the other ones make their own test up. For example, Minnesota, where I'm currently a superintendent, believes that the only thing you need to know in language arts is, is reading. There's no writing, there's no grammar, there's no syntax, no vocabulary, any of those things. It's all just reading. And as we know, there's a lot more to language arts than that. So when our students take their state test, it's all about reading. Then they sit down on an ACT and have a struggle trying to figure out the grammar and syntax that you're required to know for an ACT because that's also really important. So I wish we would just standardize on a test in K-8 and a post-secondary test like an ACT or an SAT. That would give everybody a comparable target, great comparison, and whether we like it or not, high ACT, SAT scores for kids really are important and determine if you can get into some schools or if you can't. And I know if you listen to my podcast, you know it's part of my graduation thing with senior scholars and taking those tests that mean something not just some state test that doesn't matter to the student, but a test that actually means something. And for students who don't achieve well, have them take the ASVAB test. It's a really quality test that's been around forever and is nationally recognized. We need to really organize the testing so it's apples to apples. Virtually every school district and state struggle with the issue that elementary scores are always so much higher than secondary scores. And we think that's because the content is more difficult. It isn't the content, it's the motivation. 
And it's the fact that every elementary teacher has the same motivation and they all have accountability in every elementary building. But when you get to the secondary level, there are really only three sets of teachers. It's the math and language arts and occasionally a little bit of science who have that accountability. So the issue really becomes in elementary, it's a building philosophy. Everybody's in the same place. In secondary, it's not something that the vast majority of the teachers are involved in, even though social studies can closely connect to language arts to help their performance. Obviously, science can connect with math, but those things are not necessarily required and aren't tested. So one of the big issues is high school scores go down because the kids aren't motivated in that test because they're not motivated the same way elementary students are. They ask, what is this test for? Why do I need to pass it? What good does it do? And so kids check out and don't do well on it as they should. That's why ACT and SAT testing should be the norm instead of these state-developed tests that have no comparison to other states. Even though the curriculums honestly are very similar between states, it's the testing that really tells you do they know it or not. The curriculums are very similar, but the Czech performance standard is very different from state to state. That's a problem. The other issue is let's talk about testing in general. Every profession has them. Skilled trades, medicine, lawyers. If you want to go to a really good college for becoming an attorney, your LSAT score is going to have a huge determination on where that's at. It also requires LSAT scores to get things like financial aid and all those other things. So testing is a good thing. I want any professional I deal with to not just have somebody go, oh, I think they'll be fine. No, there needs to be a performance standard that you pass. So let's not act like we're preparing kids for the real world when we say things like the tests don't matter, because they really do. Tests are always going to be important. I had a recruiter here for the military who was hoping they got rid of the ASVAB because it would make it easier to recruit. Why? Oh, that's because everybody would be eligible and they'd have no academic standard to get in. The military stopped taking students who don't have a diploma. And if you don't have a diploma, you're not getting into the military. In fact, if you get a GED, you have to get about twice as high a score on the ASVAB as a student who gets a regular high school diploma to be accepted. So even in the military, testing is important. And if you listen to my ASVAB podcast, the ASVAB is one of those tests that truly make a difference with what happens to you in your post-secondary life. So performance on that really does dictate opportunity. In our elementary schools, they are doing formative assessments probably a half a dozen times a year with students to find out where they're at in reading especially and in math. Those formative assessments really help direct instruction. And 
this test scores that come out generally aren't a big surprise to elementary teachers. They kind of know how their kids are going to perform because they're preparing them to show what they know for a year's growth for a year of instruction. Let's talk about parents briefly. Parents want to know how their child is doing compared to other students. And testing is the way you do that. As a parent of four kids, I wanted to know were my kids performing at grade level, above grade level, below grade level? How were they doing compared to the norm? Everybody wants to know that. We need to do those tests so parents can know where their kids are at. And yes, so as a school, we can receive recognition or help based on where our kids are doing on an average. One year of test scores certainly don't make a charter statement about a district. Multiple years of lower high scores certainly do. And I'm all for people helping districts who need help in reading and math. That's what should be our determination not poverty. Kids who are born into poverty, it doesn't mean that they can't read or write or do math. It's about performance. There are a lot of schools who have high populations of low income and perform very well. We ought to be replicating that and using that data to drive how to help others. And the people who are doing well, the Department of Eds need to leave them alone and stop creating crazy documentation and things for them to do because others have been unsuccessful. If you're doing well, leave them alone and keep doing it. If you're not doing well, that's what the Department of Ed ought to focus on. In regards to post-secondary, again, this is a follow-the-money scenario. Is it better off for the college financially to not require testing to get in? Of course it is because then they can fill their quota of how many students they want to take in regardless of their performance. Because remember, for them, it's about revenue. They bring in revenue through tuition. And that's going to be a problem until there's some accountability at their end to say, here's what's going on. Wouldn't it be interesting to know how students do over four years, how many have to take remedial math, how many struggle in language arts. Maybe they ought to be, have to print their data on their freshman performance, just like all the public schools in K-8 and 9 through 12 need to do. I really believe that accountability is a huge issue at the post-secondary because school debt for kids is astronomical, and we need to stop having people pay to take classes that don't count towards their credit. Colleges continue to say, you can take Math 50 to get to Math 100, to get to Math 200 that really counts. That's what you need to graduate. And you paid for the other two classes, but they don't really count towards your graduation. We need to get away from that. One of the ways you get away from that is over the, about the last 50 years, we know that a student who has a 22 in math on an ACT has a very high chance of passing college algebra, which is the math low standard that has to be met. We know that through testing. Colleges know that. 
In fact, they'll accuplace you lower if you don't have those. So let's stop this college debt craziness and the math and taking classes that aren't important. Kids ought to know their standard and their ability and have options on what they're going to do with them. And colleges need to be accountable for getting them through their math standards. So to kind of sum this all up, we've developed this culture with kids with participation trophies and Johnny's doesn't feel good, he doesn't like this, doesn't like that, we need to make him happy, we need to entertain him, all kinds of things. We have way more activities that people take way more value in than the academics that we're really paid to do. We really need to get a focus on testing, make sure that we standardize what testing looks like across the country. That way we can have some basis for performance and some ways to make changes that work for every district in every state. Accountability works. When these people get off into the real world, they're not going to have jobs, hopefully, that don't have any accountability. If they do, they won't even hold those very long. Standards are a good thing. Accountability is a good thing. People want to pay for quality with their money that they spend. They want to go to professionals who are skilled and can prove they're skilled. When you pay $30,000 a year to go to a post-secondary, you want to make sure you're getting something for it besides writing term papers that are irrelevant and have nothing to do with your real life. We really need to focus on making sure testing is appropriate and good, not done away with. Let's create some standards. Let's make sure that we hold accountability for the $810 billion that are spent just in K-12 education. That's not counting what's spent in post-secondary. And kids' debt from college is a huge issue. Let's make sure they get through college instead of what more than half of them have is college debt and no diploma. Let's stop that by making sure they have the skills when they get out of high school because we tested that they have the skills. And if you've listened to me before, it's practically malpractice if you have kids college-bound who aren't taking college algebra in high school when they're actually going to pass it with a teacher who's focused on making sure they get through. Thanks for listening. This is episode 37 of School Improvement. It's Mark Westerberg, as usual. Pass it on to others. Give me comments back. I appreciate it. And it looks like we're breaking into the spring weather here soon. More to come. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it.